Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 267, Metal. There you go, Mike. How's that? Was that good? <sighs> that was good, Matt. That was real good. Metal. Metal. Anyways, my name is Matt. I am one of your two hosts with me. As you've heard already, the man with the plan, the man hip deep in poo and pee, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm always, I'm up in it all the time. The potty trainer with the most, Mysterious Mike Talent. There, that's better. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I chose Easter weekend to to potty potty train <coughs> potty trainer child you know were you using like cadbury eggs as like examples no 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 bribery was used in the making of this potty you you train. grabbed like a cadbury egg and you're like the poopoo eggs go in the toilet no no jesus <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right i'll get back on topic back to metal Real Film Nerds episode number 267. We talk about the Netflix original Metal Lords. Mike, why don't you go ahead and give us the breakdown? Okay, man. Uh, this movie was directed by Peter Solet. It was written by D.B. Weiss. And this movie starring uh, Jadine Martell, Adrian Greensmith, Isis hands with and it's about two friends try to form a heavy metal band from a, with a cellist for a battle of the bands all right mike you almost got that right close enough we'll go with it thanks you're welcome okay mike so your first impressions of the metal lords film man it was a lot of fun I, I had a great time. You know, you know, we're we're we grew up listening to 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 metal. I don't know necessarily if it was quite some of the metal that they were highlighting in this uh, movie, but it was still it was a lot of fun to watch it. And Matt, what what did you think? Being uh, I guess a former uh, marching band member, you know, I remember when I threw my trumpet at the band director and it stuck in the ground like that. It was pretty impressive. Nice, nice. Did you did you curse out your band director as well? All the time. All the time. The weirdest part is Michael had Dr. Chunk as his band director because when I was there, he was Mr. Chun. And then he stayed on and took over the whole program and became Dr. Chun. And he recently was forced into retirement, I guess you would say. But we always called him Dr. Chunk because he was just, I hated him so much. He was so such a terrible band director. He must have had an epiphany or something because my nephew said he was the best. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, he became a doctor of something. Not metal. Not music? No, probably music. But I don't know how you doctor music. Does music get sick? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I should have a witty combat right now. Like, isn't there... Shouldn't we be singing some, like, Kiss or something? Isn't there, like, Dr. Love... Love gun. 
That that is yes, that's a yeah. There's Doctor Feelgood, but there's no love. Oh, Doctor Feelgood, that's yeah. it. But anyways, okay. So Mike, I enjoyed Metal Lords. Um, the story, we've been there, done that. Same old, same old. Everybody knows the story. Everybody's seen the story. What sets this apart is that it's metal, and it's our genre of metal for the most part. And there's cameos of metal people in it. The soundtrack is what makes this movie for me in the metal. Yeah, no, the soundtrack was a lot of fun. And the cameos were quite surprising. But when I looked at the executive producer, it made sense. Made a lot more sense then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say, I did like the cellist in there. She was a lot of fun, uh, mostly because she was bipolar. And that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing I think they should have highlighted in this very metal movie was there's this band, man. I don't know if you've heard of them. You probably have. Uh, I've seen them, and they were amazing. And their name is Apocalyptica. Yes, sir. And it and it is all cellists. Yeah. And they are. They started out as a Metallica cover band, and they are awesome. Like live, it's like amazing. Well, there you go. Apocalyptica, if you want some more cellist action in the metal world. Yeah, I think Frank really likes Apocalyptica as well. But he, he's more of the uh, doom metal, the the black metal, the really like rah, 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 metal, as my sister would put it. Ah, yes, yes. I understand. I never, never really had an appeal to me that much, that kind of metal. No, I mean, I, I like most broad spectrums of metal, but uh, that's what I'm not a super huge fan of. I like something that I can sing to and mosh pit to. And that's one thing that was, you know, kind of disappointing. They had some mosh pitting in here, but they needed more. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of mosh pitting. It was it was a lot about learning how to play the metal and uh, the, the the relationships between the, the two main guys of... The band, uh, Matt, should we say their name? I guess it's fine, right? Skullfucker. Skullfucker, yeah. Yeah. I I loved all the, I mean, it was a good thing the one kid's uh, dad was very wealthy because it's like, he had all kinds of stuff, like like all the um, memorabilia and like just, I mean, he had custom picks and like drum heads and all kinds of stuff. I was like, man, I was thinking back to our high school, man. I, the few people that we knew were that were kind of trying, you know, doing kind of band stuff. They could barely afford anything. Yeah, they they couldn't afford much of anything. And but hey, we still supported them, and we went and watched their shows. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's totally you know, and there's a few things in here that were very Hollywood, you know, like. They went to some house party and there's like a full-fledged band playing and they have lighting and all kinds of crazy stuff. I was like, no, this is not real. Yeah, I still haven't been to a house party as an adult that has that. <laughs> I did, but it was, uh, I mean, it wasn't, of course, like a, a teenage party, but I went to like a fancy party, not realizing it was a fancy party and was kind of like taken aback. It was weird, man. It was weird. Did you show like up they, wearing one of your 20-year-old offspring t-shirts and everybody's like in suits and ties? No, no. 
but like it was catered and there was all kinds of people. It was weird, dude. It was super weird. What's it like having friends, Mike? Uh, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's good times. I should say, what's it like formally having friends? Because we all know that has come to an end because you are now hip deep in poop and pee. Well, that's pretty much true. It's a uh, quite the busy schedule to take care of the little kids. You're feeding, sleeping them, or or uh, changing them. Well, what else do they do, Mike? I mean, it doesn't seem like that would be that difficult, and you would need that much time. You should still be able to go party. Well, you know, people frown upon leaving them places by themselves. I don't know. Still don't know why. Can't you just put them outside like a dog? With like, as long as there's a water and food dish? Uh, I guess you could, yeah. Perfect. See? Problem solved, Mike. Problem solved. You're welcome. Yeah, well, Matt, we were just going to um, set up a few smart devices, and we we're just going to have Alexa watch him. That counts as a person to me. Yeah. She's always listening. She's always there for you. She can read them. Be- uh, she can sing them lullabies. I mean, she pretty much does everything. So, um, you know, I guess it's kind of embarrassing to say, Matt, but like by training my kid to go potty training, I really just put him on the Roomba and told Alexa to take care of it. <laughs> That's perfect, Mike. That's how you get it done. And then if he misses, you got cleanup right there. A hundred percent. I got. I, it's the Roomba that has the water special stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. The, is it the one that doesn't smear the poop all over the place? Well, so far so good. Okay, good, good. Because have you seen some of those those photos and videos? That, that shit's frightening. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> Uh, I I don't think I have seen some of the photos. I, I guess I'm just. I'll 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 Google it. Don't do it. It's a trap. Like, it's the number one reason not to have carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because it just keeps going over it. It just doesn't stop. It's so bad, Mike. Not that I have experienced this. I can't afford a Roomba. I'm not, you know, uh, wealthy like you, sir. Well, you know, it's okay. It happens, Matt. Shit, that is. Believe me, it does. Ask Forrest. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, that, that was that was a good one, dude. That was a good one. All right. So, all right, Mike. So, we should get back on topic. Let's see here. Metal. Uh, you know, one thing, I, I mean, I guess we could talk spoilers. I guess it doesn't really matter. Pretty much the entire sentence is the whole movie. But one thing I found a little off-putting, and I talked about it on the radio, which you'll hear later on, is the bullying in this movie. Oh, yeah, man. The bullying was pretty hardcore. And I don't know. I guess, like the the, what is I guess the stereotypical football guy, yeah, and in the metal metal guys, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. But then also, you know, the the bipolar, um, uh, character Emily, uh, boy, when she when she flipped her lid, man, woo, yeah, that shit was awesome. She was crazy. But I, I think the reason why the bullying bothered me so bad is because I can see it happening to me or I've experienced a lot of those things, either not directly, but friends. 
specifically like the stuff that happened with the car the stuff that happened with the car where the um oh yeah okay where's all vandalized yep oh yeah you know we experienced quite not a lot of that but we had a nice little rash of it for god what probably three or four months junior senior year of high school something like that uh yes yeah no uh all that stuff seemed realistic uh i mean it's disturbing but realistic well that's that's all i'm saying is i think it hit a little too close to home you know like a lot of that stuff uh uh happened to us growing up very similarly as it happened in this film although it wasn't because we were metalheads it was because of whatever just being high school but uh, I don't know, maybe it's just because I saw a lot of me and you and the rest of our little group growing up in high school in this film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of was like that. You know, lots lots of different social groups. I, I don't know. It was, yeah. Okay, well, we'll just leave it at that, Mike. Clearly it hit a nerve with you too. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun, man. This movie was fun, though, too. Like, kind of seeing how the, uh, you know, one character didn't really know much about metal. He just was friends with his, his buddy and started to actually like it. I kind of liked that. I thought that was cool. It kind of, he he got confidence after, like, listening to metal, which was interesting. You see a little bit of a metamorphosis. He starts, you know, wearing black, growing his hair out longer, you know, stuff like that. Um, except for when he was at school. I don't know if you caught on to that or not. When he was practicing and stuff, he was wearing, you know, band shirts and stuff like that. But when he was at school, he was back to normal. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, but he was practicing at school, right? Like, I yeah. still don't know how he had access to school at, like... 10 o'clock at night or whatever i don't know as far as in high school but in college that's a very common thing um is being able to check out uh practice rooms like when i was in college we had open hours for doing our photo stuff that were all hours of the night and a few times you know granted this was back in the days well i mean not even so much the days but they had not the most secure buildings and we would tape over the locks and stuff so we could go in there and work all night I used to work until four or five o'clock in the morning sometimes on school projects in the photo labs. Yeah, dude. I think that's right when you started to actually just kind of wake up. Like, you you know, that's right when you hit your stride. It is. That's when I hit my stride. Yeah. I get off work at 11 and then go right into school and start printing photos. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's cool. Boy, yeah, security. Wow. <laughs> um, different times, Matt. Different times. Yeah, well, I mean, sure, the the bigger, fancier, more expensive, nice buildings had sensors and cameras and all that other crap, but we were photo kids. Our building was literally built in, I think, the 30s or 40s, so no one gave a crap, even though they had a lot of toxic chemicals if you mixed them together, which someone did do, could really create some freaking harm. Oh, yeah, man. The all the stuff for for fixer and no oh, yeah man it would be bad yeah someone someone uh, accidentally mixed some things wrong and created chlorine gas in the basement once ooh yeah that was real bad yeah that was real 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 bad yeah he he I don't think he fi- finished school 
Um, anyways, it doesn't matter. Oh, geez. Mike, uh, I, I think it's time for your favorite question because you're not paying attention to the timeline, Mike. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, man. I, I was getting real thirsty myself. So, Matt, what, what are you drinking this fine morning, afternoon, evening? <sighs> Mike, your voice definitely is coming off as very parched. So I think you should t- slug back a, a IPA. But I am not drinking one of those. I am drinking, I would say, one of my more favorite average beers. But they're not really average because they're kind of hard to find outside of this particular state. But, Mike, I am drinking a Shinerbach. Oh, nice, man. Nice. Well, your state in, in Texas. Um, I am drinking just a Lagunitas IPA. Just a normal IPA. Well, the Shinerbach, you know, you can get them just about everywhere. You can get them in Arizona and stuff. But the thing is, is in Texas, they're like water. They're like everywhere. They're like Texas's national beer, which is fine because it's a good brew. But it's not yeah. like a craft beer or something like that. It's just like a normal beer. I think it, I'd put it above Bud Light and all that other stuff. But for Texas, it's like Texas's Bud Light. Like it's everywhere. That's all I was yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's it. It's not like a craft beer, it, but it's just I don't know more localized. It's just different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a good beer. I get you. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I mean, it's it's good. It's better than these big nationals, but it's not quite at the level of craft beer. It's kind of in between, you know. So okay, Mike, let's ask your favorite part of the entire podcast. Let's see. Hopefully you pick one that's not the same one as last week. Are you putting post-it notes on which ones you say and which ones you don't, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. You're getting I'm there? You're to, highlighting man. them? Yeah. So, okay, Mike, the most important podcast to go along with your podcast. The most important question to go along with your potty training. Mike, what is this week's amazing dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. What's the best snack to eat during a scary movie? During a scary movie? Candy corn? I scream. Oh, Jesus. That's terrible. No one sells. I, I guess some places sell ice cream at the movie theaters. Yeah, dude. My movie theater sells ice cream. Yeah, they sell the boxes of stuff, right? Not like a cone yeah, yeah, or like, a yogurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a, a box of like the kind of coated ice cream things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't they have that, um, oh crap, Dots too? That used to be real popular in movie theaters. Uh, I think some still might have it, but it, I feel like the, those have kind of faded away. Yeah, because those cream were in like future. machines, right? Yeah, yeah, the ice cream of the future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just good with regular ice cream. But that's whatever. Ice cream sandwiches are good. Because ice cream and a sandwich, I mean, best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. And and they're loaded with protein. So I've been told. I have <laughs> at least three a day. All right, Mike. Here's the real question. The most important question of said podcast. Mike, how does metal lords relate to marvel cinematic universe 
All right, Matt. So this one, I was a little worried. This isn't, you know, the largest production that I wasn't going to find anything, but I was able to find something. The the uh, composer of this movie, uh, Raman uh, Dejewanda, uh, worked on Iron Man and this movie. And uh, also on the uh, Eternals. So... Well, good, Mike. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so very cool, man. Very cool. Uh, I was a little worried, Matt. I was, because there's not a ton of people in this movie, and it's kind of a smaller movie. And, and in fact, the, the writer of this movie, Matt, uh, the D.B. Weiss, uh-huh. is one of the main uh, producers, uh, executive producers of Game of Thrones. Yep. He's one of the writers of Game of Thrones as well. Yep. I mentioned that. Yeah. In either our last podcast, I think, but I didn't say Game of Thrones. I think I said Lord of the Rings, if I remember right. Oops. And I meant Game of Thrones. And I was editing the podcast and I was like, I should probably fix that. And then I was like, nah, I'm too lazy. I just want to get it out and done for our fine listeners to enjoy in their ear holes. Nice, man. Nice. So, okay, Mike, um, I don't know if there's too much more we can discuss about this film. Uh, There's one thing I did want to bring up that I think some people might find interesting. So, you know the song that they play during the Battle of the Bands? Yes. That is an original song. And guess who wrote and composed it? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm at a loss. Tom Morello. Oh, that's cool, man. Although, he's not credited with it. But everyone else said he's the one that wrote it and composed it. So that's pretty cool. That is really cool. So, yeah, he was very, very, very involved in this film. How'd you like that cameo, man? The the Judas Priest? That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. No, it was cool to see uh, Tom Morello, Judas Priest, Kirk Hammond from, from Metallica. Metallica. Yep. I was like, how did they get all these guys? And then I saw the produce. Uh, I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the executive producers was Tom Morello. Yep. Yep. So, um, cause that, that was awesome though. Like that was cool. Um, I want some yeah. more metal movies. That's what I want. I want some more metal movies, you know, like school of rock is a pretty good metal movie. It's not so much metal, but it's definitely rock. Um, yeah. What about uh, uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny? That's definitely metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what about... Um, uh, Heavy oh, metal? Man, no. no, no. The <laughs> Turn it up to 11. Uh, uh, Come on, Mike. You can get it. You can do it. Spinal... Oh, yeah, Spinal Tap. There this we go. is Spinal Tap. Woo! Got it. I know it's supposed to be a satire, and it was, but it was so awesome. It was still awesome. It's a mockumentary, and it is a amazing mockumentary. The funniest part of the whole thing is they recently of several. I think it was a few years ago now, but they did like a tour. Like the guys that did it will get together and go and actually tour as Spinal Tap. It's pretty funny. Oh, uh, Matt, uh, one thing uh, Maggie pointed out: it, it seemed like all of our stars in this movie actually did know how to play. Um, do you think there are actually musicians first and then actors, or what do you think? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. But they, the the three kids, definitely seemed like they knew what they were doing. Now they might have dubbed it in later, but 
the sounds definitely went along with the playing. That's for sure. And the correct drums were hit at certain, the correct times. And the cellist seems like she was doing her thing and same with the guitar. Um, I don't know, man. I think possibly having Tom Morello on set, he was like, no, 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 that looks like shit. Do this. This looks more accurate is what I'm guessing. I still don't know if they're actually musicians. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't sure either. I wasn't sure if they just like practiced like crazy to you know make sure they got it right, or if if they were actually musicians first. And but I mean, it did seem like they were really playing, which is really cool. I I like that. Um. Oh, Matt, what's the what's that one movie that? Oh man, we we even have it reviewed. Um. Okay. Blue Blue Oyster Cult. Don't fear the Reaper. Uh. Oh, come on, Mike. You're it's the one that rag. even requested it. I know, I know. Uh, I don't know if I would call that metal, though. I mean, it's yeah. metal. Blue Oyster Cult is definitely metal. Yeah, but it, it was like, it was along the lines of the people. <sighs> I don't know. Damn it. I can't think of the name of the movie, Matt. Mike. Stone Age. There you go. I was going to say. I, oh, yeah. It's almost like 420. You got one second. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's almost 4:20 too. So, uh Yep, you got a couple, you know, you know this podcast will be coming out on 4:20, Mike. So, oh boy. it is 4:20. We're recording in the past. But we're uh, talking yes. about the future. Damn it, wow. that's how I should have opened the show was happy 4:20. Damn it. <laughs> oh well. Well, man, just say it really loud now and then you can you can edit it into the front. No, that's how you can do it, Mike. You end the podcast with Merry 4:20. Mary 420 yep. is it is it is it happy Mary 420 I don't know you pick whichever one you want <laughs> surprise me okay all right so for our next surprise Mike how many reels do you give metal lords I'm gonna give this one four out of five reels I had a great time it was fun Jesus dude I'm the I'm the mean one here I guess you and Ma Henshaw gave it more reels than me what are you giving it matt three and a half no i give three? it three you go to hell and you die <laughs> yes sir right away sir i thought it was just okay uh i think the plot and everything was good i thought the acting was a little weak at times but um the music was the best part but the story has been done over and over and over again you know yeah no the the story is pretty normal it was just uh you know it was the the journey along the way, really, like the music and and uh, I even like the what was the uh, rehab place? The doctor, Doctor Nix or whatever. He was like, he was like the old metal guy. He's like, wait, wait, you were in this. The, uh, it was really funny when he knew who it was. Doctor Troy Nix, played by yeah. Joe Mangelino. And he is known for Justice League, True Blood, uh, Magic Mike, XXL, and Pee Wee's Big Holiday. All right. Well, anyway, I thought his character was fun. Like, he's barely in it, but it was fun. No, dude, it was it was awesome to have him because he was from the band that won that Battle of the Bands from the 80s or whatever. And they're like, yeah, no one liked metal back then either, but they went up there and rocked it and won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I really liked when his leg got broken on stage and then it was like he was like poking out. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that was brutal. That was definitely metal. That was very metal. 
I, I thought they were he was gonna do like the Foo Fighters thing and he was just gonna like they were gonna like prop him up and he's just gonna keep playing. <laughs> and like it's just like blood everywhere. <laughs> like But no, they, they, they didn't do that. Okay, Mike. So other than being disappointed in me this podcast, um what is your pick for next week? Uh we are gonna do a fun one, Matt. There's a movie that's not a comic book. Well, it's not like a Marvel movie. It might be kind of a comic book based movie, but it's this movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And it's talking about like multiverse stuff. And it looks really different and interesting. So I think it's going to be fun. Well, what's interesting about this is I wanted to do it for this current week that we are talking about, but it did not come out in wide release at least not for us here in prescott and guess what now it is it is out in all the theaters right now here in prescott at picture show and at harkins so i'm excited i get to see this in the theaters because it's actually an independent but it's lighting the world on fire right now because how interesting and unique and good the story is and mike i don't know if you know this or not either but this is one of the triumphant returns of a Big time childhood actor. Do you know who, Mike? Uh, Josh Brolin? No. Josh Brolin? No. Key <laughs> Wei Kwan. Does that name sound familiar, Mike? Oh, is that um is that from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Is that short round? He is short round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and also Goonies. Oh, geez. Wow. And he pretty much quit acting for a long, long time because of uh, um, basically typecasting and a lot of other things. And uh, So, yeah, this is one of his big returns back to film. Well, that's that's really cool, man. That's really cool. I didn't even know he was in this. I was just shooting in the dark there, man. Yep, he's the uh, he's the. I don't want to say the main actor. I haven't seen it yet, but he is the main adult male actor, I guess you would say, because there's James Hong who's in it as well as Gong Gong, and everybody knows knows James Hong. That dude has been in like everything for like ever. I honestly am shocked the dude's still alive. Because <laughs> yeah, I know which guy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, dude, I don't know how he's alive either. No shit. Like in 1986, in one of my favorite movies, not favorite all time, but a movie that I just loved dearly, Big Trouble in Little China. He looks like he's a hundred in that fucking movie, and that was 86. Yeah, dude, I love Big Trouble in Little China. It's just something about that movie, man. It's so much it's fun. So much fun. So much fun, and it inspired Mortal Kombat. I mean, come on. That's a hell of a movie to inspire a video game series like that. It is a hell of a movie. It was, it was a, I, you know, John Carpenter really got the shit into the stick because that movie is great and everyone said it was terrible. No, they're all full of shit. That movie is wonderful. It is so much fun. All right, kids. I think that's it for our pod. You know what? We need to review that one. The next time we have a lull and we need to do a, uh, um, God, we haven't done one in so long. I forgot what the hell they're called. Legacy cast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should do Big Trouble in Little China because uh, I own that shit on DVD or Blu-ray. I'm not sure which one. Uh, it might even be on my, uh, oh, hell, Voodoo, I think, too. 
But anyways, that'll be a fun one to do, man, because that's a classic. Yeah, no, that would be a great one to do, man. I I love that movie. I I can watch that movie over and over again. It's just something great. Like, I don't know what it is about that movie, but I feel like it just it's just fun. Kurt Russell's character is awesome. Like, it's just a cool movie, man. It's a cool movie. Well, all right, Mike. I think that's all for me. What else do you have to add, Mike? All right. Since it is 420, we have a happy Merry 420 to everybody. And then, uh, you know, uh, go out there and uh, listen or stream. Or not listen. Uh, stream some movies or go watch some movies at the theater. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you on the next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Matt Hinshaw in studio with me this morning on Magic 99.1. Hiya, Maddie. Good morning, lovely Lisa, live and local. Well, that's nice of you. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm a you tired. went on vacation. You're always tired. Always you just tired. got back from vacation. You should be refreshed and ready to face the day with vigor and excitement. I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> what are you I, talking about? I get that. I get that way too well. Okay, so we're talking about the movies this morning. What movie are you reviewing for us? The Netflix original that you promised you were going to see but didn't. <laughs> Metal Lords. Metal Lords. Yeah, I didn't have time to catch it. There's a lot going on, Matt. What's it like being important? <laughs> um, I'll explain it to you a little later L- on. It's later. gonna take a long time to I, yeah. I to mean share. you are a celebrity. Well, not the really. The paparazzi really. and I you understand I that am. gets in the way. I'm an empty nester. I'm a little bit older than you, just a bit. So yeah, I, I like I have a full schedule of fun. Well, I'm an empty nester technically because I don't have <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have an empty house. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I know it's not the same. You're just being sarcastic. Tell me, what did you think <laughs> of Metal Lords? It was okay. It was fun. Just okay? Yeah, it wasn't great. It was a coming of age story yeah. that, I mean, everybody knows, knows the tropes. Everybody's seen them. Everybody's heard about, you know, or watched films where they got to build a band and you know, have a battle of bands. So, right. I mean, it was fun. The 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 big twist that it was metal, yeah. which is you know my world for yes, sure, for sure. And so that was probably one of the best things of the whole film was the soundtrack and uh, lots of big time metal cameos. I mean, oh, real really? big time cameos. Yeah, yeah. like um, uh, Rob Halford from uh, Jews Priest. Okay, uh, Tom Rello from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, Def Leppard. Uh, I don't think Def Leppard made a... Uh, <laughs> I was teasing you. <laughs> I don't think they made a cameo. I'm sorry, Lisa. But but are they metal? Is Def Leppard metal? Considered metal? Not no, really. No, not okay, really. That that's, was my That's point. like glam rock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very good. So there was some great cameos, some good music, perhaps? Yeah, there was good music. The It was fun. Um, the acting was a little blah because they're just not a bunch of known actors right um the story again story's been told over and over again Mm -hmm. it it was okay right it was decent um one thing that put me off is you know like all coming of age stories there's lots of bullying in it and i i'm used to it i think the reason why it affected me more is because it was very relatable like very relatable yeah and then at the end there's really not, not like much of a resolution like normally like the 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 bullies get their 
do or whatever, and mm-hmm. they really don't in this. Okay, yeah, well, so, that's unsettling a little. It was just odd. Yeah, you know, it, and use it's in all coming of age movies. It sure just it is. is what it is. It is what it is. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, so how many reels are you gonna give it? Uh, like I said, it's it's okay. It's yeah. worth a watch if you're into metal and uh, looking for a heartfelt story that's kind of fun. I just average. I give it three. Three. Three yeah. reels. Okay. Yep. Did Ma Hinshaw? See Metal Lords. She, she saw a bunch of movies. I don't know how many she's going to talk about, but she went and saw a, that new uh, Mark Wahlberg movie, mm-hmm. Father Stew. I don't know if she's going to talk about that or not. But yeah, okay. she's she's really seen a bunch. I don't know. Maybe her and my dad are empty nesting, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope she saw Metal Lords. Colin Ma Hinshaw coming up on Magic. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw. How you doing this morning? Doing fine, drinking my herbal tea. That's a good girl. I heard you saw a bunch of movies this week. Yes, I did. Yeah, did you catch Metal Lords? I did, and it was it was really cute. They captured the teenagers pretty well. Did really, they? I mean, I've had five of them to raise, so yeah. So you know. <laughs> did did any of your kids join a or, or form a heavy metal band? No, but Matt played trumpet. <laughs> well, that's close. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. heavy metal. <laughs> yep. Maybe you could do a, a, you know, your own take of heavy metal on a trumpet, Matt. Oh, yeah. Well, I. So the, the kicker was is uh, when I was in high school. You know, the big thing was ska. Oh, sure. And so they're like, "Oh, you play trumpet. You should be in a ska band." I right. no, 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 not no. going to happen. Metal head, yeah. You were a metal. No, head. I wish I could have been in a metal he band. He is just, a metal head. I tried to play guitar. I just wasn't real successful yeah. at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would be very good at singing, but yeah, okay. my dream was always to be in a metal band. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Ma Henshaw, tell us a little bit about your take on the movie. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I was really surprised with the cello player, <laughs> and I was surprised that they chose Black Sabbath for their audition song, you know, because that's kind of old metal. <laughs> Listen to Ma talking yeah. like she knows. Oh yeah, she's a she's a metalhead. She's love brutal. It. I love Black Sabbath and Ozzy and all, and I recognize it. You know, Pickles. I'm like that was one of my favorites. Wow, that's cool. That's cool, Ma. So it was a cool movie. Yeah, it was cute. Okay, mm-hmm. well, she likes the mosh pit. I'm sure she did. She I, does. I'm sure. I get killed. I would get killed. No. <laughs> Not with that walker. You just hit people yes. out of the way. You got a walker, Ma. Could, you got some sort of uh, yeah. You got a weapon. Them. Yeah. Okay. So how many I cookies? Could take you, them out. How many cookies are you gonna give Metal Lords? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, that's more than Matt gave it. Matt gave it oh, three. Oh, okay. Tell okay. me, were there were there any snores during Metal Lords from you well, or from Pa? My husband would not watch him. Oh. He would not watch it. He he's into country western and nineteen fifties music. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he didn't to watch them. it. And I didn't fall asleep at all, so that's oh, a miracle. Well, look at that. I think that's a first. Yeah, she probably watched uh-huh. it at four in the morning or something. I love it. I love oh, it. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> Ma, thank you so much for talking to us this morning on Magic. Thank you. Thank 99.1. You. you got it, girl. <laughs> you got it. So what are we going to review next week? So this movie came out last week. Okay. But I don't think we really got it here. It's in the theaters now. Okay. But it is getting a lot of buzz. It's kind of an indie 
Uh, I think you should go see it too. Okay. I think you should go to the theaters. You think I should? I haven't been to I a theater in three years. I think you should. Okay, what's the movie? Have you heard about it? It's what called it? Everything Everywhere All at Once. Ooh, okay. And that's all you're going to give me? It's a multiverse sci-fi oh, trippy. I'm out. I'm I, out. I don't know sci-fi. if you would call it sci-fi, but okay, here, hold on. <laughs> I like here's, dramas. Here's the, it, it, it might be drama-ish. Okay. So here, here's the synopsis. Okay. It says an aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led. Ooh, the, oh, that might oh. be good. Okay, yeah. the what Multiverse, if factor. Yep. All yep. right. Check out the podcast, everybody. It's called The Real Film Nerds. R-E-E-L, Film yes, Nerds. You can get it anywhere. Matt, as always, thanks for coming in and brightening my Monday morning. It's my pleasure, Lisa. I know it is.